No snowstorm. It worked. <laughs> yes, I am clear. I'm a full tomato. Uh, all right, welcome back, y'all. If you are just joining us from our last video, last video we talked about medical, we talked about medical implantation, we talked about the respawn mechanic, talked a little bit about other stuff as well. Uh, if you missed that, if you're watching this on YouTube, right there, bam, um, pachow. Uh, make sure you watch that. If you're watching this on or listening to this on podcast, it was the previous episode. You can just go click right back into the episode right before this. And if you're watching this live on Twitch, you can go to the VODs and rewind it. It's just right there. All right. With that being said, let's go start, get started with the question and answers. These are questions that are asked by chat live here on Twitch. And if you want to join us in the future and ask your own questions to cast members or myself or whoever's available, you can join us live at twitch.tv slash the Astropub, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. UTC. Without further ado, let's get started. Gin and Tonic asks... The Astropub, uh, going to dive into the philosophical impl um, implications of regeneration and imprint echoes. Is an Ibrahim sphere a soul jar? Are regenerated liches or are the regenerated liches? That's a good question. Um, they even talk about this on the sources in life thing where it's like, it does ask, uh, uh, open up some questions. Um, there is legitimately inverse a uh, religious groups who think that it is a soul jar, that the that an imprint is is is, is stealing or capturing a soul, and they have uh, objections against it. Um, in terms of philosophical, are you a lich? <laughs> are you are you undead? Um, uh, they don't really know. But based off of what the lore team said, is that you are you. So, like, you getting reprinted into a body does not mean you are any who you are. You are everything you were before you died, including memories and personality. You just are in a new-ish shell. Uh, that's the way that they wanted to put it. You weren't. They wanted to get away from the clone philosophical part question is, you know, if you have two people who are the exact same clone, how does that work? So, um, uh, yeah, so... That's that's a good question. I think they're going to go into that philosophical question. Same same with like a lot of the philosophical questions dealing with like AI or other things like that, which we'll explore in lore. And me and Tomato have talked about this extensively. We both hope that they really start adding lore into the game through these yes, questions please. and trying to answer these questions through mission givers or through events or through wild lines, just because. I'd want the universe to be living and not just a bunch of people standing on chairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's the all best right. part of the game. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, all right. Next question comes from Hydrolux6557, who asks for all of us, do you think it is possible to modify someone's imprint for whatever reason? I'm a snowstorm. You're a snowstorm. Um, his, his, his imprint's getting all uh, fuzzy. Um, <laughs> Oh, I should think... probably put mine back in place. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's possible for to modify someone's imprint for whatever reason? What are the possible consequences for this? What do you think, Maverick? I don't think it's going to be possible for players to modify other people's imprints. Um, I don't think it's going to be possible for them to modify their own imprint directly. They might be able to modify aspects of it through, like I said earlier, the insurance. Mm -hmm. um, but going back to what I said earlier, I don't think they're going to delve very deep into that. I don't see a complexity that they can go into for that. I generally agree with that. I think even in the 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 the, the builder and the the live show, they they even kind of wanted to just emphasize that this is just an explanation for the, the respawn system and they don't want to, they, they want to leave it open for the gameplay team to do stuff if they want to, but they don't want to make it so complex that it becomes a hindrance on the game. So yeah, like based off of the lore, I don't think it's possible to even alter an Ibrahim uh, imprint, an Ibrahim, Ibrahim sphere imprint. It's impossible because it's constantly being updated to your, um, for your, for the, through that quantum link as it were. What do you think, Space Mano? Well, you just killed what I think. Thanks for that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> literally, I was literally about to say, I don't think maybe imprints, possibly spheres, though, because okay. what I said before, 
they've talked about the idea of adding more imprints, right, to your overall count. Maybe they'll work that into the sphere lore in some way. But if you're saying that they're talking about the fact that you can't do that, then maybe maybe that won't work. But I do I don't think, at least in terms of gameplay aspects, I don't think you'll be able to affect people's imprints. I do think that that could find its way in a lore piece at some point, or maybe in a mission or as backstory. I I think that uh, they it's just it's so new that they don't really have to flesh out that kind of stuff yet, right? That all that's mm -hmm. all happening in the current time in Star Citizen, so they can probably get a little creative with it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's only three years old. Like, the the first human to ever be printed from an Ibrahim uh, Sphere imprint was, like, in 2949. It's, like, three years mm -hmm. ago. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's only been made available to everyone since Addison was became Imperator, and she only became Imperator this year. Last, yeah, so. Like, like this it's January. Very new. So it's super new. Like, that's less than a year it's been out in, 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 in verse, so. Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the next question. <laughs> I I do think they did say something to the effect of like, if you multiple imprint, so like say if you imprint um at a at a hospital in Loreville, and then you imprint it on an, on a Carrick, if that Carrick got exploded, then you would just go to that hospital imprint that you did the older imprint. Mm -hmm. So, I I think I think they're. If you just fuck with someone's Ibrahim sphere, if their imprint was on that sphere, it wouldn't it necessarily do anything. It just, yeah. you just, the back, the backup will, will will be accessed instead. Got that um, imprint redundancy. Mm -hmm. I, th I think that's just more for just simplifying gameplay, you know, because it yeah. just you don't want the ability to just kill someone by being like, oh, your only imprint is you're you're imprinted on this this lone Carrick that's not very well defended. Well, enjoy getting re rolling up a new character because you're now going to do permadie, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think they're going to do as much on game on the gameplay side to support this lore as they as they need to. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, just kind of use it to explain the death, but not get into it like that, because that's just going to complicate stuff so much. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they want to leave it open for the designers to play with it. If they want to go yeah. crazy with it, they can, you know. Um, as for consequences for fucking with someone's Ibrahim sphere, I think that's probably death. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty <laughs> <Jail>. bad. <laughs> that's, that's like, I mean, I, I don't know what the what the what the UEE's equivalent of HIPAA is, but you know, I, I know if you fuck with HIPAA, you can go to jail for a long time. So, um, <laughs> there there are laws around the world about fucking with people's medical um, uh, information, messing with uh, someone's essentially full body scan is probably bad yeah straight up their <laughs> consciousness yeah uh all right next question comes from nubsley who asks what was your favorite argo meme from the showcase if you don't have one why do you hate hard uh, hate argo backpacks you monster <laughs> uh argo memes any any favorite argo memes um tomato I didn't actually really see that many, so <laughs> okay. Maverick, I didn't pay any, that attention. Any, any I didn't, favorite? I didn't, you didn't? I didn't see many. I just go with my favorite picture was the the one with the crown and the cape that they put up. Yes. Okay. My my, my favorite was all the Lord of the Rings memes where they, they 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 like there was one at the end that someone did with like the end of the the um, Return of the King where like yeah where um. Spoilers for a 20-year-old movie, by the way, and, like, an 80-year-old <laughs> book. Um, uh, he, he, uh, 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 I keep saying Gowron, that's, I'm just getting all my, my stuff. Um, uh, uh, why am I blanking on the name of the wizard? <laughs> um, Saruman? Not Saruman. Um, Gandalf? Gandalf, thank you. And it was a G. <sighs> my wife killed me. Um, Sauron, Sauron. <laughs> no, no, I'm just imagining Gowron as, as Gandalf. Uh, <laughs> you shall not pass. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the uh, Gandalf uh, crowning um, Aragorn, Aragorn as uh, king, but instead of like it, it, they put the um, the cockpit of the MPUV on Aragorn's face. <laughs> so it's it's crowning the MBUV. It's, and it's, it's basically like like long um now it's time for the for the time of the king. Long may it be, be 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 powerful. And they they had the full like soundtrack from Lord of the Rings playing <laughs> under it. It was amazing. It was fantastic. 
Um, <laughs> all right. Um, next question comes from Data Mobius or Delta Mobius, who asks, do you think the name of, on the medical are what or do you think that the names on the medical pens, in particular the suffixes, accurately represent the type of injury you would treat said pen? Or will there be some things that, that uh, you have to you may have to figure out? I think they're color coded. Yeah. So I think it's also color coding, which Maverick, correct me if I'm wrong on this one, is also kind of a thing in the medical, uh, you know, using multiple ways of identifying something. So someone doesn't stick a saline bag on somebody who should be having, you know, something else, some other drip. So when it comes to actual medications, mm -hmm. um, most of them don't. They all come in vials. They all look the same. You have oh, to God. read what's on it. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> but when you also compare that to your, like, first-line cardiac resuscitation drugs, most of them are pre-filled syringes that you just screw in, push it, and they are different colors. At okay. least the boxes are different colors, colors. but the actual syringe is not... <laughs> Okay. Um, so, all right. So, so, so there is that kind of color coding, yeah. Okay. So, I, but I think I think there is some color coding in the in the drugs, which is game gamified makes a lot of sense, uh, especially if you have simple simplified medicine. Um, I can imagine people aren't going to want to memorize every name of all the drugs yeah. in the game. Hit, hit me with and, the purple, you know. Uh, now, <laughs> when, when you compare that to real life, everybody's packaging looks differently because we're yeah. they're they're not going to give us different pharmaceutical manufacturers and star citizen no. they're gonna just give us drugs biotic and corp. they're all yeah. megacorp of all, well, all all medicine that's that's, that's well i don't know I, I honestly i wouldn't put it past them to make the companies that make the drugs i i think they might make the companies but i i think your packaging and stuff like that is all going to look very similar to avoid yeah. confusion for players i'm back yeah, yeah. I, I think I think purple is going to be purple no matter what company makes purple. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. blue yeah, is going to be that, blue yeah. no matter who no matter who company makes blue. It just instead of getting like the the steel, you've got the the, the fine wood grain version for some reason that you're going to be using. <laughs> this one just came in a plugged up piece of PVC. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this this is the Drake version. Um, <laughs> um, do, you, do you think there'll be any other ways that they'll they'll use? Um, so with you, Maverick, this one. Do you think there'll be any other ways that they they might use to to like to denote these things? Um, I I you see. I saw this question before you even asked it, and I went back into my Discord trying to find the picture that somebody posted of the the drug names that they had shown off. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't. A lot of them, if I remember correctly, did correlate to what they were treating. Mm -hmm. Um, like the detox pin was for your overdoses and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, eh, I think you're more going to have, rather it being part of the name, it's going to be um, in the description of the medication, more likely. Yeah. They, they'll probably go more into real life with that because... Uh, there's so many names for drugs that it, it doesn't tell you what they do in the name mm -hmm. at all, unless you speak Latin. Yeah, it doesn't tell you the name. <laughs> in the name. How about you, Space Man? Any other way you can think of them, them differentiating these? Uh, I think colors got to be pretty good. I mean, ah, uh, unless there were some sort of augmented reality aspects that they could add to our HUDs, maybe. That, that calls them out, but I really think that color is going to have to be what you use. I can't think of another method, but there might be one out there. What are you thinking? I don't know. I, I'm thinking colors might be the only way. This is the simplest way. Um, yeah. I, I think you, you could do things like um, uh, more complicated things like, like light flashing. Like you could have some sort of like light that blinks at a certain rate and that, that, that mm. blink will determine what, what you're using. That would be to just use colors. It's simpler that way. Um, so yeah, I think colors would be the most simple. The only thing I'm worried about is if they start adding more drugs to the game in the future, which yeah. I'm sure they yeah. will, 
then the color is going to start getting is that purple or is that mauve you know is that, is that, <laughs> yeah. is that red or it's is that salmon you know so i'm yeah. i'm thinking that the colors are going to be the ones that's going to be your easy identifications for your drugs like mm -hmm. your stabilization drugs um yeah and then eventually as the people who are in taking part in the medical gameplay the complex part they're going to start associating names rather than colors yeah yeah some people are going to need to use like like no no pointed out in the chat people are colorblind they'll yeah. probably yeah. have to rely on the names more on the names yeah um but that's just one of those things where it's like it's it it's people aren't going to know what the colors do innately you're going to have to figure out what those do anyways so if you figure out yeah. how to if you figure out how to make it work, you're like you're, you're going to figure out your own way of learning things. People have different ways of, as a, as a teacher, I'll say there's plenty of different ways that people will learn to do different things, the same thing, you know, the different mm -hmm. different approaches to the same result. So, yeah, I don't know how they would how they would need to differentiate those. I do hope that they can come up with something, but I honestly have no no thoughts towards it. Yeah. Um, Cupan asks, why is the Argo Cargo the best ship in the verse? Um, because because it's the because it's the most modular ship because she's the he's the king all right we're we're done I'm, I'm I'm done we've done we've won we're the champions let's move on <laughs> I've spent the entire last week trying to explain to my org why the Argo try deserved to win this <laughs> I mean I I I still think that and there there are some leaks that have come out of an Argo with a mining arm on it. So an MPUV with a mining arm. So I, I think the the MPUV is going to become the oh gosh, what is it? The um, the caterpillar, as it were, of um, mm. of snub ships. Like it's not good. It's it doesn't do the best at everything, but it can do everything. You know, it's not going to hold. It hold more cargo than the Pisces. Um, but it, the Pisces can't mine rocks. It can't repair. It can't salvage. It can't, you know, uh, tractor beam stuff around because it's not what it's designed to do. But with the right modules, you can do that with the, uh, with the uh, Argo cargo. I think that's, or the Argo and PUV. I think that's what that, that's where it's going to be. So interesting idea. Is that leaked from an official source? It's, it's, I don't know. It's apparently from the, um, the uh the leaks discord or something like that or the or game from, files from, of the, the of the files. new patch or something yeah it's yeah. it's from the game files is what it was so um wasn't there a big argo ship in the background one time yeah there's the there's a lots of big ships argo ships there's the mole and the srv are both big so all right moving on sand groper asks after regenerating <laughs> no i'm not asking that answer that question moving on <laughs> We're not ask, we're not answering necrophilia questions, okay? Oh Jesus! <laughs> you want me to just get demonetized? God, our citizen um, is not that dark. Not that dark, God. Um, Space tomato. This is for you from yes. um, Susara Kuno, who asks. Uh, I don't know if this is an enough forum. Space tomato. What is in the backstory behind your selection of name and branding? <laughs> oh, it's really quite simple. Um, I already had a name online that had tomato in it and I needed to know how to turn that into a sci-fi name. So I added space hmm. and there you go. Yeah, there go. It's that simple. It's very easy. I mean, I obviously there are a lot of reasons why a tomato is great for branding, but none of that really factored in until after the fact. Okay. Um, another one for space tomato from blackbird blitz. Uh, he asks, how how are you and the fam doing now that you're back in the U.S.? We're getting there. We're good. Yeah, we're, we're settling in. We're doing okay. I mean, I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm stuffed into the corner of my childhood bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and we're sleeping on the floor. Uh, but we're making progress. We're just getting to the point where we can grab an apartment and kind of get our lives moving. But yeah, <laughs> things, are, things are on the uptake for us. Yeah. It's good to hear. Um... And he's gone. And now I'm gone. There we go. I, I refreshed you real quickly because it was kind of desyncing for some reason. Uh, starting to, that's starting to snowball. Oh, oh, oh. oh snowstorm. There it is. Oh snowstorm. my gosh, that's actually scary looking. 
<laughs> I hope to never see myself like that again. It, it, it is almost spoopy season, so um, there we go. All right, next question comes from Ionic Gecko, who asks, what kind of future missions slash quests... Uh, let me fix this one more time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, what that kind of future... It's probably mine. Uh, what kind of future mission missions slash quests might you envision in regards to regeneration? For example, an Ibrahim sphere heist. I could see something like that. I, I could see, you know, something crazy like the boss, um, the boss's imprint is in this prison and he, so he can't escape. So, you know, break into this prison, steal the, steal the Ibrahim, his, the Ibrahim sphere there and make and take it out so that he can, you know, break out the easy way or whatever yeah i think tying tying the game mechanic into uh into like sabotage missions definitely between corporations would be very cool like if there's a medical corporation out there who's running some uh deep deep experimentations with this and figuring out how to make this work without getting the injuries that you would get maybe yeah. And like they would, we would be working for the alternate company and doing some sort of sabotage. Those would be cool missions. Any ideas around regen Maverick for, for missions? I could see something like that. Um, uh, that ties in the hacking system to oh, yeah. go in and hack a, uh, Ibrahim sphere out. Mm -hmm. And then also tying it into an unstable cargo. Cause maybe those aren't stable outside of a, uh, regeneration bed. Or uh, implementing it to salvage as well. You, there's a derelict ship that their sphere might still be intact and there's still some sort of power left okay. on the ship, but it's yeah. completely derelict. Yeah. That'd be yeah, cool I... if there was a mission that required you to go through the process. It didn't count towards your count, but it was like it was a big time mainline mission and they required you to go through some experimental regeneration or something. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I, I I could see something like, like like Star Trek um, does the like the the storing patterns on a buffer for transportation for transport that like for instance they the backup failed for this one group and uh, the only way you can bring them back is if you get to their Ibrahim sphere within a certain amount of time and then attach it to a respawn bed and get them respawned um, mm. get them regened you know I think something like that could be cool too like yeah. some timed related missions there's a lot of stuff you can yeah. do with the Ibrahim spheres. Because they're yeah, physical. It, it'll be a know. great narrative device that mm -hmm. they can just use whenever they need to. It'll also be really fun missions. Like as someone said, you gotta assassinate this dude ten times. Like <laughs> like track this dude down and kill him over and over and over and over again. It's oh, like boy. it's like Groundhog Day, but with you know uh, <laughs> the Assassin's Guild. This guy really wants him dead. This is a lot of money, but you're gonna have to kill him. His his score is twelve. You gotta kill him twelve times, y'all. So good luck. You know. Just stand uh, outside the hospital, wait for me. <laughs> this verse doesn't have the concept of cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> Lorville exists. No, it doesn't. <laughs> What's worse is that you, Lorville exists, and this this regen system exists. So you could be crushed to death, and then have to pay for your own regeneration, and then yeah, have they the, no longer. <laughs> they no longer have to worry about workplace injuries. Yeah. You get injured, they'll just kill you. Yeah. Start them over. Um uh all right. So Nono Roboto asks, what do you think of having laws in the universe restricting cloning? Like you could not clone yourself younger than uh than the time of death. So to forbade immortality as a cool lore and gameplay mechanic? Yeah. I think cloning will be a thing in the verse. Not that players can clone themselves, but like it's too easy of a narrative device to not go to that research station where some idiot cloned himself 400 times. <laughs> um, and then said, what do I do if 400 of my clones are linked to an Ibrahim sphere, you know? Um, and they all died at once. What would happen? You know? Uh, yeah. I, I think, I think it's a cool stuff. It kind of works like that. What do y'all think? Yeah. Um, could you say the first part of the question? Or I guess the whole question. Yeah. What do you think of having laws in the verse restricting cloning? Like you could not clone yourself younger than the time of death. So to forbade immortality as a cool lore and gameplay mechanic. Yeah, I think that would be a solid fit for the 
for the universe. I think that'd be cool. That could open up some interesting avenues for lore. What do you yeah. think, Maverick? Uh, I agree. I mean, even today, we have laws about cloning people. We could easily mm. clone people today. We just can't do it legally. So it makes sense that they would have some kind of regulatory effect or regulatory laws about it in the future once it's become more acceptable. Uh, okay, yeah. Sorry, so, so, so I was asking for to send me something. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then the, the, in lore itself, they also talk a lot about how the fears of creating a clone army, which is definitely a reference to Star Wars. So, <laughs> it, you know, this, this, like, there's a lot of stuff you can do, which is fun with that, that whole thing. Next question Shadowed Fox asks With all the talk about regeneration and sphere imprints, What's your thoughts on medics being another class that requires cert like a bounty hunter does? We did that was the earlier this episode. We entirely yes, we all agree. Yeah, <laughs> that was a long conversation. That was a long conversation. The the, that was the a pretty short, big the, chunk. The, the short short answer is yes. We all agree that that certifications need to happen. So um, go back to the other video. Watch the first yes. like thirty minutes. It'll be there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Guns and Glue asks, some of the new Banu are known to have trading relations with some Vanduul clans. So why did we find this tech first? We may not have found it first. We don't know if the Banu or even the Xi'an have this tech already. Just because we found it doesn't mean that like the Banu didn't necessarily have the tech beforehand and they just never traded it with us. You know, or it could Good be point. something critical. Why, you know, that the Banu or that the, the, the Vandal never really tried to trade. You know. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. The short and simple one is it has direct infect or implica implications on the Vandu military. Yeah. So the US why would they has, trade it to the possible enemy? The yeah. US have had has had cheap and efficient means of, of um uh enriching uranium for power sources for 60, 70 years now. And the problem is, is that you can go one step further and enrich uranium for bombs. You don't just share that technology with anybody, even though it could be beneficial to them because it's a military technology. So same idea, I think. Um, all right. Next question comes from Nono Roboto, who asks, why not go further in the cloning prices pricing mechanic? If you pay a high price, uh, it's constant beaming of your cells and memories. But if you're poor, it only saves every time you go to the facility or something, and scanning would be crappy, so you would have defects. That's what it is. It's you literally just described what that is. That's how it works. Yeah, they said not every sphere is going to be made the same, right? Yeah. Yep. Higher end companies will have better spheres with less traumatic echoes mm -hmm. which is funny uh, because there was I, th I think there was an inside star citizen or something a few months ago where they said something that led me to believe that all of the medical equipment would be working the same way so I'm wondering if that was a they mistakenly said that or if they were talking about specific things in the hospitals or what I have to go back and find that though yeah it's also early technology so like something the difference between an Ibrahim sphere that is installed in Pyro versus when it's installed in Hurston or uh, installed in Orison is probably just how was it acquired? Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's free. Whereas, like, not like an auto dock is a is a patent patented uh, invention by Biotic Corp. They're the ones who invented it. They're the one who had the patent on it. They're the only ones who make them. Whereas an Ibrahim Sphere, anyone had can make it because it's free because the, the government made it free for anyone to be able to use. So you're going to have variations on that versus a medical bed, which is standard. Mm -hmm. I would Real quick. Also Go ahead, Maverick. I, I, was, I was just saying, I would also assume that I, I don't think the dev team was specifically referring to the Abraham Sphere being a medical device. Uh, yeah. I, I think of it more as a storage device rather than a medical mm -hmm. device. It's a, it's like a, it's like a very, very complicated, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, MRI machine that also has a, that has a, has a hard drive on it. It's basically what it is. It's a yeah. scanning and storage device. So 
What do you think, Space Metal? You're just going to say real quick? Uh, it was a conversation I'm seeing in chat. They're t- talking about uh, Inside Star. Um, that humans were the first to develop this regen tech. They had said in the lore that the technology we use to regenerate isn't what was discovered from the Van Duel, right? That no. was what we developed with other specific things coming together to create this overall thing. Yeah. But Ibra- 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 what we discovered from the Van Duel could also still be other places. All we found with the, with the Van Duel was Ibrahim Sphere, essentially, the scanning storage technology. Not Regen. The Regen is was an invention by Biotti Corp. But the uh, the scanning and storing, the biolo- biological scanning and storing technology of um, of uh, people? Uh, yeah, of, of people. Or, no, just in general. That That's, that's a Van Duel. Okay. That doesn't necessarily mean there's not another way that the Vanduul know how to regenerate or that other species have something similar. It's just not the same technology. Instead of being mm-hmm. 3D printed, you might just pop out of an egg. I don't know. Um, I don't know how, how Banu are born, you know, but like... <laughs> <laughs> so, so it, 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 you know, the again, sometimes with these, as I often say this weasel words, they'll, they'll make things very vague because yeah. they want to make sure that they can go back and change it if they need to. So. A little ambiguous. Or yeah. disambiguous. Uh, next question comes from QPan, who asks, with regeneration and imprint systems, does that make people of the verse Cylons? I'm sure that's where inspiration came from. <laughs> um, I, I honestly think that it's more along the lines of the... F- uh, the um fifth element if you remember like it, that scene where like they 3d print somebody from their hand or like a uh, um lilu, lilu from from the hand from like the armor piece they just like kind of 3d printed her back to life i think it's gonna be something like that where but you don't need the hand because it's automatic so all right we have nine more questions Uh, Ionic Gecko asks, what would prevent a captured criminal to off themselves in order to escape a, uh, to a safe regen location? What do you think, Maverick? Uh, I'm assuming that um, they're making a Ibrahim sphere of them and implanting it or putting it in the prison. I, I would say the same yeah, thing. Now, if they're, if they're being captured, yes. Uh, yeah. I suppose if they're like in the middle of a fight or something like that, it doesn't really affect them. They'll just go back to their safe place, uh, but they'll just lose everything that they had with them. What do you think, Tomato? Similar? Different? I mean, just like real life now, you have people who are trying to basically commit a crime and then die in some way. And mm-hmm when they do that the people who are stopping them are trying to stop themselves from killing themselves if they can then they can and they're out of that situation if they can't well then that that sucks for them but yeah i think if you are in a place where you think you're gonna die you see no way out and you say well screw this and you just kill yourself that's that's your choice you get spawned into a safe place but you also deal with those um those consequences and i think that's why those consequences need to be there or else everybody would take that way out every single time yeah. 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 Hundred percent. I think there there'll be there'll be some sort of imprint on a prison bed somewhere, like a like a prison hospital. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 like you're if you're captured and you're sent down to prison, they're going to forcibly imprint you on a uh, on the in, in the location. Um, Couldn't so they? Since they used the excuse that if a if a ship is blown up, you automatically get sent back to a hospital. Couldn't they just say as soon as you get captured by authorities, they can they can make your imprint location change to the prison or something? Possibly. They... I, I think it would probably be more interesting to have it being the process of being checked into the prison, which mm-hmm. would mean that it would, it would make more emphasis for, for bounty hunters to disable somebody so they can't off themselves. Like, if you're chasing someone down, you're going to knock them out. And if you knock them out, and also killing them in the verse it, with regen technology, who cares? Yeah. You know? Like, like you could make it so that killing someone in the verse is not bounty. You don't get money for bounties if you kill them because they they can just regen. 
you got to capture them and bring them in to get that money. So, you know, knocking them out, dragging them to to a to a like a stasis chamber, locking them in the stasis chamber, and then flying them to a location so you know that you have that person and they can't just take the easy way out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it would work. Um, the next question comes from uh, Kuno, who asks. Astropub, isn't the imprint technology dealing in quantum mechanics and quantum entanglement such that updating the imprint in one area automatically updates all prints due to as of yet not fully understood quantum mechanic entanglement physics? Yes and no. It works like quantum entanglement, but it's not quantum entanglement. And if I remember correctly, it works the way um, the latest the latest update that you've done will be the default to it. But if that is destroyed, then the older imprints will work as backup units. So you can go back there to those ones. But there's also this thing called the gap, where the longer it's been since you've imprinted, the more memories or, you know, things are kind of fuzzy or missing because it's not fully updated. Um, So that's I think that's more of a flavor thing than it is an actual reality thing, though it could also mean that you have more traumatic echoes. So it could cause you to have more, your eye, your, your score may drop further down for that death than it would normally because you had to go to a backup. So mm-hmm. that could be the end gameplay implication, but yeah, no, it's, it's not, it's not exactly quantum entanglement. It's just like quantum entanglement. Um, no, no, Roboto asks, why not have a family also? with an endless stream of uh, nephews and cousins that take over when you permadeath. Genetically close, but different, but kind of different. That is almost exactly what Chris Roberts is kind of wanting. Not necessarily that you will actually have a family. That's not going to happen in Star Citizen. <laughs> but, but I'm you, home. <laughs> but you, you can, your new character, will. you can roll as a friend or as an associate or as a daughter or a son or a wife or a husband or nephew or whatever it's 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 when you reroll a new character it's completely up to you the relation that is to your previous character so um let's move on there's there's six more questions left and we've been eh, we've been doing pretty decent yeah. next question comes from gin and tonic who asks throwbacks question to xenothreat Considering that Xenothreat pirates attacked the Stanton system in force and used not one Drake manufacturing ship, do you think that Drake has been the subject of an, an engineered smear campaign by other manufacturers to damage their business? What do you think, Tomato? I think Xenothreat just knows where the best products are. Ooh. Spoken like a true <laughs> Aegis fan. A true Aegis fan. Maverick, what do you uh, think? No, I... I... Well, well, I, I actually think that, I mean, that's a little bit of an inconsistency, to be honest, in the lore. But mm-hmm. also, um, I think Drake has the reputation. I don't think it's universal, though. It's probably not even close to universal. Drake is probably something that's actually used by the smaller gangs, by the gangs that don't have the muscle and the money to get a freaking Idris. Yeah. Maverick, what do you think? Um, I think maybe the people of Xenothreat just don't like hanging themselves on wires when walking down the hallway. <laughs> um, but other than that, yeah, I think it's the same thing. I mean, Xenothreats are obviously well-funded, so why would they use ships that don't have the any anywhere near the kind of durability that they could afford? Yeah. Yeah, so... so... The as as Cupan's pointing out, the, that the leadership of the of um, Xenothreat is almost entirely former UEE uh, military. So, yeah. so it makes sense. They I remember used... from your video. <laughs> Thank you. Um, they they um, it, w- it makes more sense they use Aegis because that's systems they're used to, and they have access to Idrises, which means they have access to Navy surplus, which means they have access to Aegis ships. It just makes more sense that way. Um, it also diversifies a little bit. You know, um, the the real reason why Drake is maligned as pirates is because they don't care who they sell to. Like they don't they 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 don't necessarily do background checks. Where someone like RSI or Anvil will be very careful about who they sell to. Versus Drake, it's like you have money, I have a ship. Um, 
as a result. Think there'd be some like some kind of law about that. <laughs> they got caught. They got they got caught basically saying, "Oh yeah, that's care right." Who they sell to, and that's yeah. why the former CEO, the founder, was was ousted because of that. Right. So, that's right. Yeah, there is laws about that. Yeah, there are. <laughs> they got in trouble for it. Um, it's also the reason why they don't. Um, uh, the uh, they don't, they don't get invited to the to the UE the party. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I also believe that we have yet to see a actual medic vehicle from the UEE because the red is not in service with the UEE. It's a private vehicle. So they have to have something that's like the red that is going like an ambulance that is mm-hmm. yet we've yet to see because the I just want to go ahead. It's going to be a terrapin, I'm telling you, tomato pin. I I was about to say I I, I want to see the terrapin ambulance. It makes <laughs> well, sense. In theory, there was once a, th- a theory about a um, a vanguard, or no, a gladiator, a module for the gladiator that was a rescue gladiator, glad- gladiator, where you could put replace the mm. torpedo bay with a rescue bay. I would so, not have guessed that. Um, <laughs> uh, people are saying Apollo in chat. Apollo is not Too a. Big. It's not an ambulance. It's a clinic. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. The Apollo so, is... It can be used for rescue, but that's a huge ship for trying to go in and rescue people. It's like twice the you size can... of a red. Yeah, so... you could fit six beds on that ship, right? And then there's yeah. still more space in the ship. Yeah. You mentioned the gladiator, and now I'm just sitting there picturing the helicopter from MASH. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrifying. <laughs> the bay opens up um and uh, now you have to you have to be load yourself into a torpedo bay and just hope just hope to god that that pilot remembers that you have a medical variant and not a torpedo variant <laughs> did you just fire the patient at the at the van duel whoops <laughs> i fired them at the hospital <laughs> drop it's off quick, bay quick, quick literal delivery. drop off yeah um <laughs> All right. Um, oh God! Execute asks, "When are we taking uh, talk, taking Paul kicking and screaming into the Redeemer for a ride, Space Tomato?" <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna strap Paul down and make him respawn. He's gonna. We're, I know it's not in the game. We're gonna make Paul set his respawn location to a Redeemer somehow. Just not getting away from it. Yeah. 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 Uh, Do you have you warmed up to that ship at all yet? No. You're fuck still... that ship. I hate that ship. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I can I can recognize it's it's a threat. I can recognize it's dangerous. Just like I know tetanus is bad, and and, and like used needles are bad to 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 to, to be around. Those Certainly are bad things. things. Yeah, um, that's fair. You, <laughs> but but I, I I refuse to respect that ship at all. That's just what I'm gonna say. I, I respect it for its danger, not for anything else. Uh, <laughs> as long as you yeah. recognize the danger. I agree. I like the ship for its like combat capability, but mm-hmm. I, I hate everything that it represents. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I, I I'm not going on that tangent again because like every every captain's table, someone wants me to tell me tell me about the story about why do you hate the Redeemer, Paul? It's like go watch one of the seven captain's tables I've talked about why I don't like the Redeemer. <laughs> um, all I right. think the interior is beautiful though. They've done a great I, job with they, the interior. They, they they need the penis pump um, motors. They need those. They need those. <laughs> those those. Womp, 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 they womp, have womp. such a weird motion. I actually yeah. thought that it was like going to be like a rotary kind of one of those. Yeah, piston, yeah. Like like, like, like a piston in a car. Yeah, yeah. But they're literally just like little suction cups that go in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like it's like a spring. You know, almost. It's like, yeah. What the heck is that? Um, I think it would actually look better if it, it was spinning. You know, if you had like a, a jointed arm and it was spinning, so the arm was like kind mm. of doing these weird spinning motion because it would it would yeah. work and spinning is associated with gravity and stuff like that. So I'm I'm very glad they're not shy from dynamic ship interiors. You know, it's nice to see that that's included, and I I'm sure that must be yeah. The the mole has something like that too, with like a little thing going off. It'd be cool to see more of that in the ships. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, got three more questions left. Um, Black Dream Hunk asks, question, isn't the MSR no longer a, um, no longer a freelancer max, but a, <laughs> you're just laughing at the name. <laughs> I Dream love Hunk. that name. It's a fantastic name. Mwah. Oh God, was... that took me a second. <laughs> <laughs> there is, 
there there is there is a regular at the channel whose name is Senor Titty Sprinkles, and I love <laughs> that name. You cannot say. Sometimes I think they just pick the name just so that when they follow people, they <laughs> everybody has yep. to say it. Well, that's, that's that's one of those names you just gotta go like like I respect that name. I I will always yeah. say Black Dream Hunk because that's just yeah. mwah. like Senor Titty Sprinkles. One. You can't say Senor Titty Sprinkles. You have to say Senor Titty Sprinkles. You have to say it like Antonio Banderas. Yeah, and it just it just works like that. Um, all right. Uh, he asks question. Isn't the MSR no longer a freelancer max, but constellation competitor now? I mean, wasn't the uh, RSI Ursa given to the MSR because it's a constellation competitor? Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a uh, constellation size too. It's not as tall as the constellation, but it is as long as the constellation. That volume. Yeah. MSR. I always. Thick. I always saw it as a Connie competitor. I mean, it has the exact same cargo, or yeah. uh, it has more cargo. Yeah, it has more cargo, yeah. and it has about the same kind of specifications to um, turrets, uh, beds. It's got almost all of the same kind of capabilities, though yeah. it's also and a, at this point. Yeah, go ahead. at this point in the game where you don't really get the specialties of the ships, they're I think they're comparable in just because they, you can use both of them for pretty decent cargo hauling and rock hauling and all that stuff. But yeah. as, as finished ships, yeah, the, the MSR definitely matches the Connie more. Uh, all right, next question. We got two more questions. Commander Dixie asks, will you be adding channel points for do you re uh, red one? Do you red one? Like R-E-D one. Um. And so on, so we can all work out the drug, oh, <laughs> drug the com drug combos together. Okay, he's asking me to do a channel point option so that you know, uh, do the red one. You know, like like uh, like cut the blue wire, cut the green wire. You know, so the chat can tell oh. me which 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 oh, drug to okay. do. I got gotcha. uh, <laughs> we'll Oh boy, yeah, you'll never end up getting healed. No, you should make no. it donation goals. Oh Don't yes, do the red one. Oh, oh yes! Like if you if you donate a certain amount of money, you can choose which uh, which which drug I use to heal somebody. For, for one hundred dollars, I'll take the purple one. Twitch twi Twitch plays Star Citizen Medic. Um, yeah, oh god! <laughs> Disaster in the making. I love it. Um, the, the 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 malpractice suits pile high. <laughs> Uh, all right. L last question. It comes from Gin and Tonic, uh, who asks, "Imprints degrade. Do you uh, think we will know how many re regenerations we have left, or do you think it'll be a die roll? My imprint is a hundred percent, never regenerated before, and the death wasn't too traumatic. Automatic success, but degrades uh, my imprint to eighty-six percent. Do I have a fourteen percent chance of my next degrade uh, re regeneration not working?" So I think the basic question is, do you think it's going to be a randomized system or there's going to be a mm -hmm. actual like life counter? What do you think, Maverick? Do you think it would be better for a randomized system or a life counter? What I would like to see them do, I, I don't want to see a life counter um, mm -hmm. because that get, that tells people how lenient they can be before they have to start worrying. Mm -hmm. I think it needs to be obscured I think they should give you a condition um, of your imprint, um, mm -hmm. not necessarily like an estimated number of regenerations. Just give me a uh, condition of my imprint, and then possibly like the uh, chances of having a major uh, traumatic echo. Okay, but not not something that can tell people it's like. Yeah, I have five I can go kill myself five times griefing this person before yeah. I have to start worrying about doing something else. Okay. Space Spinner, what do you think? Should it be like a life counter? Should it be some like more hidden? Should it be more randomized? Should it be more specific? I think it should be involved in the in, in the game. Maybe not necessarily a direct number, but I think you should know. I think you should be able to deduce that like, okay, I'm gonna lose this character forever if I die again. I think that would really suck if you're just because the numbers are going to vary, right? Like they've mm -hmm. said, maybe you get seven deaths, maybe you get five. 
you don't really know that, but perhaps you and your friend both had your fifth deaths at the same time and you're done. You're permadeath, you're gone. And and they're not that I mean, not knowing that and then that having happening is uh, I don't know if that's gonna go well. Yeah. I, I think there needs to be some sort of system in place. And I think the play it needs to be forward facing. But I also don't think that players should really know how bad things are. So, for instance, there is in lore something called the imprint viability score or the IVS, which is supposed to tell you how stable your imprint is. And it's supposed to give you a general idea of how many imprints you have left. But that's, again, a general statement. So I'm assuming, I don't know if that'll be something you have to go to a, to a doctor and get scanned to find out if it's a, uh, something you always see. I'd like to see something like a percentage score or just a general score. So you, which varies depending on how you get killed. So like, and also depends on where you're being regened at, you know, what, what kind of hospital, what kind of quality you're getting regened at will determine how much your viability score remains. Um, I do think that that probably needs to be forward facing because if anything, not knowing exactly how it works or even knowing how exactly how it works, but seeing that you're at 77% and you know that if you take a headshot next time you die, you're going to get down to to 33% and going, ah, you know, like that, that kind of like, I don't know, oof, what am I going to do? You know, how, how do I play the game? Like it, adding stress to a player's experience is good because it brings out more interesting gameplay. You know, having players have to worry about stuff like that and, figure out how to, well, maybe I should go to this, do this mission because I might be able to increase my viability score by a couple percent so I don't have to worry about it as much. But, yeah. You mentioned the, like, where location having an effect, where you're being regioned at. Mm -hmm. um, correct me if I'm wrong, but they've pretty much implied that tier two beds are going to be capable of regeneration at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, pretty much. I, I think that you should have a much greater impact on the integrity of your imprint if you respawn at a tier two bed. Oh yeah. Rather than going to a tier one. Oh yeah. Um, That's like, fair. Oh, 100%. That, that should be like difference between going to a clinic and a, and a ER, you know, <laughs> um, in terms of the availability of treatment. So I don't know how I feel about them allowing the respawns on the tier two bids. I understand it opens up more options for it, but I think mm -hmm. it takes away a lot from the people who have ships that are capable of holding those tier ones. Yeah. I, I think ad adding that viability score hit would make sense because it would allow for the flexibility to use a tier two bed as a respawn bed, but you know that it's going to hurt you more in the long run than using a, a tier one bed. And while death doesn't matter that much, once you hit that permit uh, state, you're going, it's going to literally cost you credits to get all your stuff back. So like yeah. you'll be able to inherit, like say you have a hundred thousand credits when you do the permadeath. Well, your inheritor now has to pay like a 20% um, tax on all of their, your wealth. So you know, goodbye to uh, 20,000 credits or whatever, or, or, or whatever the, the amount would be that your, your wealth is, is accrued, you, you're not going to get all of it back and you're going to take reputation hits and that's going to hurt more than the money. Um, so, you know, your viability score should matter and settling for a tier two versus a tier one should be a choice that's meaningful. Whereas tier one is much better. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. That is the last question for today. Thank you for joining us today here at the Astro Pub for asking your questions all about regen. Apparently, we talk a little bit about ships, but mostly about regen. Uh, I guess yeah. it's just the hot topic. Um, oh, there's there's a couple other questions that I'll, we'll ask real quickly. First off, we'll start with you, Tomate, on this one. Thoughts about the inventory screen? The UI. The inventory screen? The, the UI? UI? Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of it. I, I did a like a reaction video on ISC, and while, I mean, here's the thing, they 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 told us two months mm -hmm. ago in a monthly report that they had to cut things from the, the feature to get it in, 
and that they would add those over time in the next several patches. So we knew that it was going to come in very basic. Mm -hmm. Not having things like search and categorization and folders and stuff, while that's annoying and frustrating, and I think that it should have that, that's something that, like I, was, like I said, we've known for two months, so I didn't really mm -hmm. care that that wasn't in there. Um, but the overall style of it, to me, is, is kind of ugly. Um, and it's annoying because this is like one of the first really good I ideas that we're getting of their UI game. Like so far we've gotten reworks with building blocks. We've gotten, um, like we've gotten the one-to-one -one exchanges like the HUD went through, or like, it looks like the ASOP terminals are going to go through. We've gotten the reworks like the HUD, um, the new HUD that we just got. We've also gotten some little new things for the Moby Glass, like the reputation thing, but this was the first like full-on intensive UI we were going to see. And to be honest, I'm not that impressed. I think it could be refined a lot. It definitely looks better to me than what we currently have, but there's still some things I think need to change with it. I, I would uh, argue that it's worse than we currently have. <laughs> That's just me. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Maverick, what do you think? Do you think this is a, what do you think about this new UI screen? So inventory. I'm not gonna bash. I'm not gonna bash them so much um, because I know it's a work in progress. They had to cut stuff, just like Tomato said. We we knew they were cutting like the cert, the filtering options, and all that stuff. <laughs> it doesn't look. It doesn't look good. I, I I like the idea of like the the free form inventory that they've been going through and not having slots and stuff like that, but. Their implementation of it is, it just looks bad compared mm -hmm. to all the other UI they've put out. It looks bad. It doesn't I, look as refined. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to be brutally honest and say it's unacceptable. And I think, I think to, to a degree that I get it, it's work in progress. I get they had to cut some stuff, but at the same time, I know how CIG works. And I'm afraid that this UI is just what we're going to have until next year, until like yeah. 23, yeah. Until, until CitizenCon 2022. And it's like, if that's the case. I hope it's that soon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's the problem. They'll put it on the back yeah. burner. They'll put it yeah. on the back burner because it works. Yeah, that's, and that's it. They put it in and now it's going to sit there for a while while they fix everything else. I don't want to have to run a meme campaign. I'll just, just dunking on it for, for, for a year, just so that they could be, they can say, Oh, we acknowledge that we need to fix this and we're going to get on, get in on it, especially uh, something this, this anticipated, you know, and that's, that's my concern is that it, it's ugly and I get that it's work in progress, but I also know that they have absolutely no urgency to fix something once it goes in. So yeah. I'd like a statement from CIG saying, saying basically that, yes, we understand and we're going to work on it right away. Yeah. Um, this was all about like the back end, the functionality, yeah, the, this, the, the actual looks are going to getting it in, you know, we need to get, yeah. we needed to get the system in. Uh, and we, we had, so one of the things we had to do, I get that. It's just, I, that is, that is my, my concern thread is, is this is an unacceptable addition. This is something that is worse than, you know, I've seen UI from, from 1990s RPG. Or, or, <laughs> The point-and-click adventures have better inventory systems than, than that, that that system is. Also, I don't know about. I'm not even joking. Like like like, it looks like no. Uh, it was designed by a designer, not by a or by like a an engineer, not a designer. So yeah, there were was. there were click targets that were overlapping each other. Yeah, that was weird to me. So and and it also, it's a. It's it's the inner thought, so it's not diegetic. It's not like a first-person immersive menu like we've been taught to, you know, expect from the game. It is now a, suddenly a third-person view of our character, mm -hmm. which I thought I also thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, um, it it just it seems off-putting because of for something that's so anticipated that CIG has put a lot of effort into and put a lot of thought into, it feels like this was not prioritized, yeah. and. When you look at something like um, the reputation system, the reputation system UI is fairly well organized. It's, it works fairly well for what they have for it. Um, it. You know, this kind of thing also makes me sit here and go, why was this not prioritized? Because I'm, I'm still wondering, like, things like star, the star map. I, I don't want to, like, drag this down. It's just, like, this is the one thing that I've seen recently that I'm just like, CIG, this is bad. Dude, don't this bring is, up the star map. Don't bring bad. up the star map in the, in the same conversation <laughs> as this. I'm so scared. 
I, I really like I want the start map to be good, but it scares me so much that they're gonna mess it up. And like, if you start reminding me about it when we're talking about the inventory UI, I'm gonna I'm gonna break down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's again, that's yeah. another concern. It's like like we got the start map coming up, and now we've got this UI, and it's like, and and, and then, see that's 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 my most of my point is that it's a morale thing. It's like, is this the future? Are we? Is this uh, you know? terrible UI going to be the, the, the standard of what we're going to when we go into 1.0 systems or the, the initial implementation systems and then take a year or two for them to actually bring it in because it seems like it's like what you know what, yeah. what gets me know. is that they generally thought that that we were going that the player base was going to have a good reaction to their yeah. current start map yeah yeah now, well, at first group. it wasn't bad, and then we found yeah. all the bugs with it. Yeah. yeah, the problem with the star map is just that it hasn't really changed much through the years with different problems kind of... Like, being automatically zoomed into the star map wasn't a problem when we only had one planet. Mm-hmm. But it, it became more and more of a problem as the area we could play in got bigger, and that more problems like that formed around the star map to the point where it's just kind of a, really annoying to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, the last, the very last question um, that someone was asking was, um, do you think we'll be able to opt out of regen? Like, just have a single life permadeath? Yeah, like hardcore mode. I I would like that, honestly. I I think I think it would really need to be idiot proofed. Um, in the sense that, like, so some, so someone isn't like accidentally yeah. turning those their experience into hardcore mode. <laughs> um, you got to go through like six different confirmations. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you doubly sure? Are you triply sure? A doctor you walks up to you read and you have the last one. Th- th- then, like, have a doctor walk up and have an in-game conversation about, are you sure you want to opt out of this system? You know, they crash uh, your game. Yeah. Bring up a dialogue box. Like, yeah. You realize what you're about to do. I, yeah, I don't think I see any ways that that would negatively affect other people, right? Unless you know you're depending on that person. <laughs> but I, think... but I uh... go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, it's all you. Uh, um, I think it's a good idea. Honestly, um, I could see a benefit to having it in there. Mm. Of. I don't know how much sense it would make, but you might have an increased reputation gain yeah. if you have that risk of dying all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like some sort of bonus for, for choosing to play hardcore. Like, yeah. people know that you don't regen. Like, it's like this this guy doesn't have regen. He doesn't believe in regens. So it's like, oh, this guy's hardcore, you know? NPCs all... stop and stare everywhere you go. Yeah, like, like he's old school, you know? Um, that guy's never died. Wow. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> they, they stand on a chair in your honor as you walk by. Yeah. <laughs> Salute. St- stand in T post for out of respect. Uh, <laughs> uh, why would reputation change? Because every if everyone in a universe where everyone's immortal, having the person who chooses not to be is kind of a a power move. That makes yeah, sense. That would definitely be a flex. I would yeah. be terrified of people like that. Yeah. Uh, he does not regen, which means he is not afraid of death. Um, like the rest of buddy, you know. Uh, but it also would, would, I think you could, you could, it could work for some, some game bonuses. Um, but I think the idea just, just from the idea of having a hardcore mode, of having the ability for a player to choose that life. Because um, it would increase replayability and increase the, the ability, like so to have players who want to punish themselves while they play, they can. They want to play that hard. <laughs> There's, there are people. There are people who play games that are intentionally designed to be the hardest games possible for stupidest reason. Are, yeah, yeah. I, like, I play Tarkov. Like that, right? Yeah, Tarkov yeah. is a great example. Tarkov is a pain simulator. You know, it's. It's there's plenty of things, the games like that out there that are that are designed to punish you for mistakes and punish you hard, like like make it really difficult. And I don't, I know Star Citizen doesn't want to go down that route, but having people the option to do that would be interesting. 
I think people would do that. People would do do because like uh, I follow a lot of role play streamers and role play role play content creators, and they do like uh, permathons where like they'll play a new character, and every time when that character dies, they're dead, and they move on to a new character. So they see like the goal is to see how long they can survive as that character in this you know role play universe that they're playing in. So yeah, I like it. All right. I think that's, I'll leave it off at that because if we get too much long, we're going to go into the UI and we're going to go into the, into the map and, and you know, uh, the UI. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the oh, UI. No. That's, that's its UI is conversation. Actually, it's one of the things that has like constantly throughout all the years, it's been like, I've never really seen something from them that actually impresses me that much in terms of UI. They've, th they've like gotten close. I, I like Zane, the guy who's the head of the UI department. He's not a bad guy. Yeah, it, the problem I think is is for the longest time Zane started as a effects designer for Hollywood rather than a UI designer for like engineering or for video games. So I've never like they're they're getting better at it. Like I like the new ship huds, but a lot of the other stuff is like the mobile glass needs its own overhaul. But that's another that's an entire that's an entire episode of Captain's Table is just talking about the mobile glass. And what needs to get fixed with the mobile glass? Yeah, anything so. needs help. All right. Well, thank you for joining us here. Thank you, Space Mado and Maverick, for joining us. If you like to watch us, uh, watch this live. Ask your own questions. You can join us at Twitch.tv/theAstropub at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. UTC. Come in and ask your own questions uh, live on the air. And uh, if you, if you're watching this on YouTube. Ask your own questions down below. I'd love to hear your own questions or your own thoughts on these questions, uh, as well as make sure you like the video and subscribe. And if you're, you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure to leave a review and a rating. Uh, that helps us out a lot. It gets more people out there who are interested in it. And uh, like I say every time, hope to see you all again soon. But if I don't, hope to see you someday in the black. Later, y'all.